This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. start off at? I don't know. That's not a good answer. (laughs) Well, do you want to talk about the awesome Constantine news? Yes. Or not really news, but hopeful, hopeful news? Yeah, it's like, it's not like a sprinkle of salt. It's like a whole bag full, right? Yeah. So, so go ahead and then I'll give you my opinion on it. I don't care about your opinion. All you need to know. Well, my theory then, is that how about it's that? rumored. It's rumored uh-huh. that there is a Constantine series mm-hmm. starring Matt Ryan mm-hmm. that might be on the DC Universe app. Which means that I'm hopeful that he guests spots in Swamp Thing. Yes, sir. That was that was my initial thought. And I mean, technically, I guess, besides Keanu Reeves, it's he's been our only live action Constantine. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, like at this point, I, I felt nothing else. This is the only <laughs> live action Constantine. So. Like, at this point, he's the Hugh Jackman of Wolverine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what, though? I kind of like that even though his show is on NBC and, you know, how the other shows are on the CW that he's still – that they've been able to work it out yeah. to um, have him here. Yeah, where he's on he, Legends I mean, now. Yeah, which was the first one? He was on Arrow first, right? Yeah, he was on Arrow first. For like an episode or two? Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of cool that he managed to to bridge that and show up over on the CW shows. And then now I guess he's like a regular on Legends of Tomorrow. At least for this season, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, I have a feeling... You know, that... He is pretty popular, so they might keep him around here and there on the mm-hmm. CW stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess the Arrowverse, whatever they call it. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't see why they couldn't work it out to make a crazy, dark, smoking, swearing, Constantine TV show for the app for us. Yeah. So Because that would be great. So here's my question as you rifle okay. through posters or something. With my chair. <laughs> um, so, do they just reboot it altogether, or when it gets closer to time, do they put up the Constantine season one that we're used to? Well, I mean, I'm sure they have some of the rights to that stuff, you know, because of the character, right? But I don't know how it would work with NBC owning stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't because NBC's got the deal with Hulu for streaming, right? Uh, and sure. I haven't seen. I I don't think I've seen any of that stuff show up on 
um, uh, whatever it is. The yeah. hell's the, the DC oh, Universe Netflix. app? Oof. No, I'm thinking Netflix. Oh. I just completely spaced on what the name of the streaming service oh. <laughs> 93% of the world uses. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, I would assume that something could be worked out. I don't see why it couldn't. Although with, I mean, I guess in a similar way with, with Disney and Netflix starting to pull those shows and end them on the Netflix service, I guess ahead of their app. I mean, who knows if NBC will be like, yeah, sure. Take this. And, you know, but I'm sure they would work out something monetarily to compensate them. Even if they don't, you could still hard reboot it, but like make subtle references to what happened in season one. You could, but I don't think, honestly, I don't remember anything so major happening in it that you would have to reboot it or you would have to make it a sequel. You know, you could just have the character and, you know, here's yeah. an, a season of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, right? like, well, yeah, I'm trying to remember how it ended, but I don't remember. I don't remember it being anything um, like super cliffhangery or something like that. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like super cliffhangery, but yeah. it, it was like with Papa Midnight type stuff. Oh, right. 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 That's what it was. Since and how many years ago was that show on? How many years ago has it been on? Yeah, Constantine was on, what, like three, four years ago? Yeah, 2016, 2017? 2016, I would say. Hmm. Okay, so like 12 years ago. Yeah, in your time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Since you're in dog time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm really excited about it. If... If it comes to full bloom. Yeah, I mean, honestly, even if it's a a new series on CW, I'm still okay with it because I just, I like Matt Ryan as Constantine. Yeah. That it's, it's one of those, like you said, with Hugh Jackman and Wolverine, like, could you picture anyone else? And I know that eventually they're going to have somebody else as Wolverine. Right. But it's like, can you picture anyone else doing it at this point? No. Yeah. So I mean Matt Ryan's even voiced Constantine in a couple of the, yeah, the animated animated movies, so Yeah. Yeah. And also on yeah, the same stuff. same token mm-hmm. because you don't watch it and I don't watch it, and we make up ninety three percent of the viewing audience. <laughs> yeah. Super well, gross. Based on, based on their ratings. <laughs> if the two of us watched it, the ratings would go up by like point nine zero percent yeah so supergirl's getting canceled rumored to be canceled okay allegedly it, was it official <laughs> yeah but did you see what they might replace it with no um they might make i don't know who the guy is that does superman on supergirl but the rumor is they will replace the supergirl show with a superman show so Clark Kent, that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, whoever, you know, I, I don't remember the actor's name. Oh, yeah. But the guy that's been Superman on Supergirl. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. No, I didn't see that, but. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and I mean, honestly, I, I don't know if I, if I would even bother with that. I'm sure I'll give it a shot. 
But I mean, the CW shows for me, I'm starting to lose interest. Yeah. As much as I like, as much as I like the characters, it's every season starts off so strong, and I get really hyped for it. And then by, you know, like the mid-season finale, I'm already like, man, I just I don't really care. You're lagging a couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, I have not watched any of the shows since they came back from the break. Okay. I I have them all still sitting on my, my TiVo. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at some point, I will sit down and just, like, blast through, I guess, 10 episodes of, of the CW stuff. But it's there's nothing right now that's, that really has me super excited to watch it, if that makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. You know, on, on like the CW I know shows. Get, well, yeah, I mean, I, I know I will get some enjoyment out of it when I do watch it. But right now, there's really nothing that's like, you know, like Titans, where every week I'm like, holy crap, it's I just got home from work on Friday. Uh, kids, do your homework. I am going to go sit and watch Titans now. <laughs> or Doom Patrol. Yeah, oh, or Doom Patrol. We need to talk about the new episode of Doom Patrol in a bit. Yep. But before we get there, though. So, like, in the CW universe, it also got announced that Batwoman's going to take place post-Bruce Wayne. Did it? I didn't see that. Yeah. So, hopefully then it's on a different Earth and not Arrow one. Like, post-Bruce Wayne, like he's dead? Post-Batman. Like, he's already given up being Batman or whatever. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, because the other shows have made mention of Bruce Wayne. And if it's post, like, how are they going to reconcile that timeline? No, no, no. Like, post-Batman, like, he's already hung up the cow or retired for a minute. Got it. Which, honestly, I don't know if it makes me more excited for it or less excited for it. I... Because, because at least... Exciting-wise, at least they don't have to have the baggage of stuff. Right. But at the same time, wouldn't it be interesting to see her dealing with her cousin? Yeah, right. I mean, so it's going to be the... I just don't want it to go... And I say this with all due respect, because it's probably my number three DC show next to Titans and Doom Patrol. But I don't want it to see it to go the way of Gotham, where it rewrites stuff. Right. I can see that. I mean, you can have... You know, I, I mean, obviously some major things are going to have to be changed or altered if right. he, he hangs up the cow for whatever reason. And it could just be where he's on hiatus because Jason Todd got killed or something, right? Right. Which I think would be better than him actually retiring as. Yeah. Because, I mean, they made that hard rule that they already broke in Gotham that Batman was going to show up. So don't make a hard rule if you're not going to stick to it. (laughs) Did they ever specifically say Batman was never going to show up? Yeah, at the very beginning, like before episode one. And now, I mean, has Batman actually shown up? Uh, no. But, I mean... See? They didn't break their rule. 
Well, I mean, it's not going to be like a Smallville ending nope. where he's on the building. No, that I, I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to end. Uh, it's going to end with with Jim Gordon being sworn in as the commissioner and him as a bat sitting on a gargoyle across the street watching. No, it's going to end as Jim <laughs> being sworn in. And after he's sworn in, he goes up to the rooftop because there's a Joker card on his desk. And he turns on the bat signal. And then you see Batman on the gargoyle across the street. Okay, either way. <laughs> so technically, either way, we, we get to see Batman, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've said all along that the show is going to the last shot of the show. It's going to be a Batman costume, you know, sitting somewhere. That's still better but, than the Smallville ending, though. I didn't watch Smallville, so I, I don't know. Tom I'm, Welling. What, didn't he, like, take off and fly for the first time or something? No. Tom Welling comes out of the roof of the Daily Planet and busts open his shirt, Clark Kent style, and you only get to see from the neck to the waist. Of the, oh, the S. of the S and then he like hops kind of and as he's hopping it fades to black now <laughs> <laughs> but being fair I mean that was what 10 20 40 50 years ago I don't know it was at least 65 years ago yeah, whatever time frame you're in <laughs> Yeah, don't get me started on time travelers because that was a rabbit hole that I fell down today. <laughs> you know, I I think the whole Batwoman thing. I'm, I'm still jury's still out on that one for me. That it was significantly better than I was anticipating when she showed up in the crossover. Okay, but, but she only showed up like two did seconds. You, you watched it, right? Yeah. It it was yeah. a lot of convenient camera work. Yeah. Where the action stuff, it was a ton of very fast cuts, so you couldn't really see what was happening. And there were, you know, like any time, you know, like her dialogue stuff wasn't bad, but the action stuff, it's like it, the way they did it was just not, I don't know, it didn't make sense. That, you know, it, it seemed like they were trying to prevent her from being seen fully. And I don't know if it was because, you know, of a lack of confidence in the actress or if it was just that's what the CW does or or what. But. I mean, you can't if she's going to be the focus of an hour long show, you can't have her hidden the entire time. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, true. It's, yeah. Like, I think I'm more excited about the DC app announced shows than I am of the actual CW shows that are being announced. Yeah, especially because my favorite one is going to end. I think it's only got one more bit season when that comes back. Yeah, correct. Right, and I don't even know. I haven't seen a premiere date for the f- final bits of iZombie. I don't know if it's March, April. Oh if it's going to be the summer. I wasn't even talking about that. Oh man, that shows the best one that they have. I think I'm like two seasons behind on that. Oh well, last season, 
and then of course this coming season because yeah what show were you talking about young justice the young second. justice isn't on cw i wasn't talking to cw i said dcs i was talking about the cw shows well i don't listen to you oh my god Ugh. it's enough out of you <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of shows, let's yes. get it out of the way. Okay. Doom, Doom Patrol, episode yes. two. Yes. Your initial thoughts. Okay. My initial thought is this. It was possibly my favorite episode of any of the DC shows so far on the DC Universe app. Damn, that says a lot. At the same time, I still don't like Cyborg <laughs> as a character. But he was but more this, tolerable here, right? This was the best version of Cyborg since the Teen Titans cartoon. <laughs> Agreed. And we didn't even have Teen. We didn't even have Cyborg Beast Boy team up. No. That I thought. Um, I like how they didn't play Cyborg as basically just being a human computer, which seems to be everything that he does lately, like in Justice League movie, in, you know, whatever else. Yeah, well, they kind of did, but he like shut it down real quick. Yeah, because that's what his dad wanted him basically right but he Vic actually like shut it down pretty quick yes yeah and it I kind of like that how it's basically you know what's oh, what the hell's his dad's name uh Cliff I think no Cliff is Clifford Cliff's Brendan Fraser oh yeah, yeah, yeah I don't remember what the hell his dad's name is um, either way, I, I like when his dad basically is his Alfred. <laughs> yeah. You know, where he's trying to make Detroit a <laughs> better city. Yeah. And his dad's name is like, Silas. Silas. That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Um, I, I like their relationship. I like that cyborg was like a teenager, you know, and, not, you know, his dad is like, you know, you have to do this to get noticed, to get called up to the big leagues. <laughs> you know, like you want to get noticed by the Justice League or whatever to help. Yeah. And I thought that that was great. It's not, you know, you are this wonderful everything that you are now the leader of the Justice League for some strange reason and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, his story, I mean, like as a parent and then. For a kid, you know, you have a five-year plan for them, or you hope to keep them on, you know, like, get through high school, go on to college. Yeah. And then, like, he, he audibled out of his, but still kept it the same, like, okay, well, we had this, but now your five-year plan is to make Justice League. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this show... I don't know what you thought about the episode, but it, I mean, from beginning to end, 
I really, really love the casting. Yeah. In this. Yep. That everybody is like, I mean, like we were saying with Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. with with Constantine. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know it's two episodes plus an episode of Titans. Right. But it's like at this point, I don't want to see anybody else <laughs> do any of these characters. Like, I think um, Reed is amazing. Yeah. I mean, she's probably my favorite part of the show. Really? At this point. Oh, yeah. I just, I love how she's this, you know, this prim and proper, you know, everything in the right place and everything has to be this and whatever. But, you know, when (laughs) anything slightly changes, she starts losing her form and it's the complete opposite. It's like a total disaster for her. Yeah. Because she's a narcissist, basically. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, that was, she grew up. You know, in the golden era of film, yeah, as you know, this superstar actress, right? So that's just, you know, that's how it was back then. Uh, for me, and I like how she's still trying to hold it together, even though, <laughs> like, she's sitting at the diner and they're like, "Oh, you look just like her." And she's like, "Oh, yeah," and then all of a sudden she just, you know, completely goes nuts and turns into a giant blob, massive whatever. Yeah, I mean, come on. For me. Brendan Fraser and Alan Tudyk are like national treasures because they're like, because I think if Alan Tudyk wasn't the narrator, I mean, it, it totally changes the tone of the episodes, right? Oh, absolutely. So even if you had Timothy Dalton narrating as chief or whatever, Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be that impactful, I don't think. But right, I, but Brendan Fraser as Robot Man, dude. Yeah, yeah. He steals the show, and, and and he's just like expressions, or not even really expressions. It's just subtle movements and flaps of the eyelids. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, and. Yeah, like this whole thing, like, it actually was cool how they introduced Cyborg in with this group of misfits. Yes. Because it it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It's not, it, for some reason, I mean, I guess because it's just what we've come to expect at this point. I, I was expecting Cyborg just to kind of be force-fed in. Yeah, right. Where, you know, like, it didn't really make sense. Where they're just like, yeah, Cyborg is here now. But, yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, it it makes total sense as to what, you know, why he's there, what he's doing. And by the end, when he decides he's going to stick around. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it's it's all organic and not, you know, this is just what you're going to do. Yeah, and it makes sense of why he's sticking around. He's sticking around basically to shove it to his dad, and yeah. plus, and plus he's naturally curious about it. Yep. Yeah. Um. So which brings I, me back though. Okay. To like the first episode that we kind of talked about. So is this like pre Beast Boy, or is this like post Beast Boy? I, I still don't know. 
You know, because if it was pre Beast Boy, you would think that there would be some reference at some point to whatever the town Calverton. Yeah. Cloverton. To a town disappearing and showing back up. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that was the backdoor pilot in the Titans, too, though. Right, but, but no, no. Did they talk about it? No, not then. No. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if 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 this is before Beast Boy got there, he would be the one that would be saying stuff. You know, oh, remember this or that or whatever. Maybe he might not even known. I don't know. How do you not know? Well, for once, he was like, not even. He was in a different country right oh yeah and plus cause see for me like I know Chief goes on these people saving expeditions all the time right. but like him going on this one or whatever I kind of assume that one one of the times that will bring Beast Boy in hmm Maybe. Have, have they said anything about Beast Boy appearing on the show? No. Hmm. Not, not at all. And, like, I mean, if you IMDB, like, the whole entire cast, he's not even listed there, so... Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But, you know, Crazy Jane, I love Crazy Jane, too. Oh yeah, for sure. She's she's also great. I mean, like I said, everyone on the show is great. And Mr. Nobody, aka Alan Tudyk, like breaking the the fourth wall within the first like three minutes of the episode. Yes. He yeah. had to get give everybody's favorite writer a shout out there, <laughs> which is pretty cool because that's the member I told you that. Um, after watching episode one, I wanted to go back and read Doom Patrol mm-hmm. because I hadn't. Have you been reading it? I started at issue eighteen, which is the issue before Grant Morrison takes over. Okay. And then um, he does like nineteen through fifty, maybe, maybe more than that. I don't know. I'm not there yet. <clears throat> but yeah, you could tell that this series, and I think I tweeted out a picture of one. I know you texted me a picture. Yeah, as like um, shout outs to scenes of the show. So, his run. Right. So, it's pretty cool. Mm. And it's Doom Patrol, so his wacky style works, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Makes sense to me, anyway. Yeah. And I mean, like... I sometimes understand you, so. Well, that's good because sometimes I understand Grant Morrison, and sometimes I don't. So. <laughs> I mean, I think I understand him most of the time. I just don't care. That's that's my. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sh- that's a long shot, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else for the episode. Um, did we talk about how it was renewed for a second season? Nope. But, yeah, it, yeah, it was. I believe it was picked up for a second season, even before the first season aired. 
Yeah, again. Like Titans. Because so, Titans yeah. was renewed for season two before episode one dropped as well. Did it? I thought it was right as episode one dropped. Nope. It was like the week before episode one was supposed to come out. Oh, okay. So maybe maybe they announced it at Comic-Con or or, the first or like two. that or like that Monday. You know what I'm saying when it aired that Friday. Well, uh, because at New York Comic Con it they premiered the first two episodes. Okay. The week before it came out, I'm yeah. wondering maybe if that's when it was announced it was renewed. Okay, could be. Yeah. But hey, I'm in. <laughs> I'm oh, loving yeah. it. Definitely. And I mean, like we talked last time, I, I'm glad that they're doing a weekly drop instead of giving it all at once. Yeah. It, I mean, it, listen, as much as I want to just sit down and just watch this whole show, mm-hmm. I like the fact that <laughs> I have I have a little time where I can wait and watch the episode again. Yeah. It and kinda... like, you know, let it sink in a little bit more. Yeah. It, it has an old build feel yeah. to it. Now, if my kids were watching it, they would not understand at all <laughs> because they're basically growing up in a world where, oh, yes, you know, that show has yeah. eight seasons. I've never watched this show. Well, all eight seasons are right here on Netflix to stream. Yeah. And they, all eight seasons get watched in a weekend. Yeah. You know, and they, they don't have commercial breaks. They don't have anything. Whereas mm-hmm. <laughs> we grew up in a world where it's like, yes, there's a brand new episode this week. I can't wait. Oh, damn it. It's a repeat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so far, the live action shows on DC Universe have been hits for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Titans. Titans I enjoyed straight through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doom Patrol, these two episodes. Like I said, this one, I... I think I enjoyed this episode more than any of the episodes of Titans. And I really liked a couple of those episodes of Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think I even enjoyed this episode more than the first episode. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe because we're off and running now. Mm. But... I think one reason why I like this more is because you got to see a lot more of Jane. Yeah. Yeah. You got to see, you know, I mean, at this point, everyone's kind of settled into their roles. Like it's not Brendan Fraser's and still trying to figure out how to walk and how to do this and how to do that. Like he's, you know, he's there now. Mm -hmm. So I, I like you know, every bit of the team starting to come together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jane and Cyborg are the only two basically that we hadn't seen backstories for, which we right. really hadn't seen Cyborg's backstory for yet, which I'm assuming it will be part of episode three. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, we're going to have to see the explosion sometime. Not just no, the aftermath so. of it. No. They we can will. do it without showing us. We will. Unless that was like a trailer scene that never happened. Yeah. I don't know. I'm cool with it, though. So, bring it on. 
yeah, these shows are good, and I can't wait for Friday, next Friday. It'll be a good time. Yep. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Now, if the app would just work correctly, where I could actually download the episode and have it show up on my tablet when I try and watch it at work. <laughs> See, I just stream it from my computer. Yeah, unfortunately, my work computer. It's one Windows doesn't. 98, I know. <laughs> Please, it's like <laughs> Windows ME. <laughs> Close. Um, no, like I don't have real speakers. Also, basically because it's like a government thing, they have like every <laughs> yeah. every non-essential website is pretty much locked right up. Right, yeah. So, I mean, could I get around it? I'm sure. But do I really want to take the time to watch an episode of Doom Patrol with the sound sounding like it's coming out of a tin can 10 feet away from me? I don't know. In the risk of losing your job. Yeah, it yeah. Doesn't, doesn't sound like it's very appealing then, does not yeah, I gotta figure out how much data it would cost to stream it because I could always tether my tablet to my phone and watch it on there. Yeah, I don't know. So Not. I have to figure that out because I don't want to blow through. I mean, I have like a. I don't know. I think I have enough. I'll be fine. Yeah, you're one of the weird people that just pay for a certain amount of data instead of unlimited. You know why? Because Verizon's unlimited is like insanely expensive. <laughs> that I, I don't I don't need it. Like we don't we don't come close to it yet because my kids don't have phones. I was gonna say, let me correct you now. You yeah. don't need it yet. Yeah, oh no, I know. <laughs> I know full well. And I mean there there was one time, I don't know why my wife's Wi Fi turned off on her phone. I, I don't remember it might have been one of the kids did it when they were like real little, but she would just always you know, when they were bothered, like, here, watch a video on this, watch that. And all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, you know, notifications on my phone that we're almost out of data. And I'm like, how are we almost out of data? Like, it's impossible. And then I'm like, oh, because the kids have been streaming. It was, like, over the summer a couple of years ago. And I'm like, they're sitting at our house. They should all be on Wi-Fi. And it turned out the Wi-Fi was just off. I was like, oh, fantastic. So. Yeah. Well, where do you yeah. want to go from there, sir? I don't know. I'd like cheaper unlimited Wi-Fi. Well, yeah. Data. Yeah. Um, you said that you read the new ep- episode, the new issue of uh, Naomi. I did. And, well, I guess and, and, yep, I did. That's it. Oh, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> All right. So I guess you said you didn't read. No. Uh, what Are you still all in on Naomi? I still am. Um, the re- the semi reveal that we kind of had, mm-hmm. kind of taints it a little bit, I guess. Because I hope she's not Kryptonian. Mm. Which means that I hope that her assumed father isn't Kryptonian. Or well, or Daxamite, even. Mm. Interesting. I mean... What's the guy's name? D, right? Yep, 
the the mechanic. Yep. He doesn't quite look Kryptonian in that they've never really drawn Kryptonians to be these gigantic guys that their power kind of comes from the sun. They're just, you know, normal-ish. Well, that's right? true, but we've o- only seen, like, the royal side of Kryptonians. Hmm. I mean, also, he's all tattooed up. So if he is Kryptonian, I don't know how they're going to get that ink into his body. Uh, a tattooed needle, Krypton, or Kryptonite needle, duh. Yeah, but then wouldn't that poison him as they're putting it in? Like, I mean, especially if he was in Iron Heights, maybe they're prison tattoos, and there's no way they're getting Kryptonian, you know, Krypton, Kryptonite needles in, uh, in prison. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there is a way, because it's comic books, so... Mm. Uh, I. That's why I brought up the Daxamite thing, because mm. maybe he's just an offshoot of that. Yeah, I kind of hope not. Well, I hope not either. But I mean, up until then, and I really, really enjoy this book. For yeah, it's a really fun book, and it's interesting, and the art's amazing on it. So, I'm in, no matter if she is or not, I guess. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just hope hope they don't take the cheap way out and go that way, if that makes well, sense. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm trying to remember when the last time, like, Daxum was in anything on the planet. Uh, well... Wouldn't that it's be Mon El? Is that recent? Well, no. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's. That would be. When was know, the last be, time that. That would be a weird pull, too, to make that the connection. But, I mean, when was the last time that Superman fought Mongrel? Um. At the beginning yeah. of action, like a year ago, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. And and see, it makes me wonder. I mean, it's Superman. There's what seventy five years of history or whatever. So it no, could have been only like eighteen issues since oh since Bendis took over. Yeah. Okay. It's just eliminated everything that happened. But I'm saying though that Mongrel and the Superman fight were picked for a reason. Not just as a plot point for this book. Like, those two, you know, Superman and... It could have been Superman and whoever. Yeah. So, I think that's that's going to be key later on, too. Yeah, it could be. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I think the last time I remember, like, anything really... That I thought the Durlins like showed up and wiped them all out. For what? The the just because. Oh. The Daxmites? Yeah. 
Maybe. That might be. But uh, I mean, that, I think that was in the new Fifty Two. Well, so, okay, so much so, of that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm trying to remember what race mongrel is. Um, because it, if you don't think that D is Kryptonian or Daxamite, then he could be mongrel's race, right? Because he is big and brooding, kind of like D's complexion, or not complexion, but D's uh, body type. Right. Yeah. But we still don't know who Superman fought the day that the day that she was adopted, though, right? Correct. So I mean, it might not even be mongrel at all. Yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, the way the way the episode episode the issue ended, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, it really it seems like D is her father. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, especially. Okay, if you want to go with pointless, how does he have tattoos? Well, in that picture that they showed, he had hair and a beard, too. So, how's he cut his hair? Well, I mean, maybe he went bald because of sun poisoning. Because he had no tattoos in the picture. No. But losing your wife and kid does something deep and dark to you, though. So, maybe that's not tattoos, and that's just what happens when a Kryptonian mourns? (laughs) No. But that should be the title of a song, though. <laughs> what happens when? What happens? Country ballad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I hope that it turns out that he's not the father. He was just friends with the mother. And then it turns out that at the end, she, the Naomi is just a normal kid. Yeah, I. That just, I mean, that's just, what I want. Just weird stuff happened with the mom, and he happened to be around and that was it yeah like her friend or best friend or you know whatever yeah yeah i still want her to be normal i'm just, absolutely I, i'm just trying to rational rationalize kind of the i don't want to call it lazy writing but cop-out writing i guess you know mm. and, and it's not really lazy writing either because no, it's predictable yeah, predictable. There you go. That's a better word. Yeah. So, do you think the pacing's okay? How do you mean? Like, I mean, we're issue, two issue or? Yeah, we're two issues in, and we pretty much have the same questions that we did in the first issue. I think so because, that, like, this kind of story. It doesn't seem like there's going to be like a ton of action stuff to put it together, that it's all going to be very story driven. And I like, you know, that it's a typical teenage reaction to, you know, whatever happened with D. She's all confused and she's trying to ask her parents, you know, for some information. And they're just, yeah, you know, yammering away at the dinner table. 
And then she's talking to her friend, you know, on the phone and everything the friend says, of course, she's looking right up on the computer. You know, I, I, I think it captures that teenage mindset very well. Right. And, and I like how it's being done. If that makes, you know, if you get that. Yeah, I understand. It makes it, you know, I, I don't really think it's off at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, what if we're seven issues deep and we still don't really have a reveal? What um, would you say then? I mean, it, it would depend on issues three through six. Okay. You know, I mean, right now, if if the story continues like this and they're just kind of dribbling some information out, but you're really getting into, you know, her mindset – I would, I think, I would be okay with not knowing exactly what's going on seven issues in. Okay. But if, if like literally nothing happens, then I would, <laughs> I, I would probably feel much differently. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think? Do you, if, do you need it to give you more information right away, or are you okay with it? No, I'm okay with the slow burn, but as long as as long as we're getting information trickling out, right, m- more than like you know a steady dribble at a time, mm. because like other past series, they went the slow slow burn route mm. as well, but like it went like one to like issue seventeen or whatever, and it was nothing's been resolved or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, then it's like, come on, give me something, you know, at least give me an answer to a question, but give me another question. So, right. And I mean, I'm not, that was an image book that I was talking about, by the way, but well, they're all image books that just sort of do nothing (laughs) and then disappear. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this one's still going, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not too concerned that they're going to pull the cord on this one right away. Right. That, I mean, they're not they're not going to bring in a superstar talent, basically say, here, do whatever you want, and then be like, well, you only have three, three issues to make this story go or it's done. Well, this is a part of his imprint for DC2. Right. So. Well, exactly. I mean, th- this one's going to go as long as... Yeah, as long as he wants, I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, and it was one of the initial ones to launch for this imprint. So yeah, for this is a Wonder comic, right? Yep. Yeah, this and the Wonder Twins were the two initial launches and, for it, and Young Justice. Oh yeah, and Young Justice. Yep, you're right. So yeah. I guess it was actually Young Justice and Naomi. And then Wonder Twins came like a week later, I believe. Yeah, because there's only one one issue of that so far, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely still all in with this one. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, you said you did not read the newest Nightwing, or you did read it? I did not. Uh, can, it's there, but. Can I spoil something for you? <laughs> And I mean, it's not really spoiling it because she's on the cover. Okay. 
Um, it, a surefire way to get me to continue not liking a book that you've already taken one of my favorite characters of all time and made him not into that character uh-huh. is to throw the freaking Joker's daughter into that book. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, this, this book is trying like it's trying to get me to quit reading it, but I just can't do it. That it's like every time I'm like, all right, it got slightly better. You know, now Nightwing is sort of with that team. Well, Richard Grayson is with that team of Nightwings. And you're like, all right, that's kind of cool. But then it's like, oh, now he's stupid again. And oh, here's Joker's daughter. Come on. I hate Joker's daughter. It's the worst. (laughs) Uh, See, I'm like, I don't know if I've read enough where she's in for me to give an actual opinion about her. You know Have what you I mean? read anything that she's been in? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, uh, nothing memorable, I guess. Yeah, if I have. exactly, I guarantee you have, and there's okay. nothing memorable at all about <laughs> anything that she's ever done. All right, all right. Yeah, I just ugh. Like, there's nothing about that character that that I care about at all. You know. Like, I mean, it's every time she shows up in something, I'm just like, why do they do this to me? I mean, I guess there's there's got to be some kind of an audience because like every once in a while she'll get like a one shot or something that it's like, oh, here's a Joker's daughter special. And like, what? who buys this? I don't know. I, well, just, I, I guess to be fair, also, like if you're trying to move Rick away from Batman centric stuff. Yeah. Then then you would like not pick the main villains for Batman. But why do you have to pick any of the villains and have Barbara Gordon keep showing up? I don't know. Like it, it doesn't make sense. If they're trying to move him away, give him all new stuff like why is the scarecrow there now you got it's like it's just i don't know i don't think they know what they're doing at this point honestly i really don't i don't get where they're going with this well i mean that was kind of obvious when writers jumped on and jumped off like a couple times right yeah but even when things were like when they shifted stuff around, it's still like the book still made sense. Now I don't know what's going on. All right. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, apparently people are still excited by it because it's still coming out, but I still love, I, I, I wouldn't say love it, but I still like it and think it's a cool concept. So, but it's like, we've seen it before. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, but everything recycles. I don't know. It's to me, it's the same as the WWE crap where they had Becky Lynch, and now they're literally doing the same thing with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I get it. The, it's the same thing they did with Batman at the end of the New Fifty Two. All right. You know, and it, it's it's really not. 
it's not like this is something that, oh, yeah, 1974, we did this cool storyline where, you know, Batman decided he wanted to do something different. He was going to be just like a regular guy and leave it. It it was like two years ago. All right. I, okay. Have your opinion. You're wrong. Thank you. But have your opinion. I will. No. No, sir. <laughs> you can have my opinion, too, because it's the right opinion. I don't think so. Speaking of the right opinion, you you need to check out High Level. Okay, I, I will. Um, without really giving anything away, basically the premise of the story, it's like a... I, I don't know when exactly it takes place, but it seems like it takes place after civilization is destroyed. <laughs> so it's like a post-apocalyptic something. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on Earth. I, I, I don't really know. Um, but basically... Uh, did you watch the the show Three Percent? Uh, no, no. Okay, it, it's similar in that there's all these people living in just like these terrible, you know, basically they're living at like an old carnival grounds or whatever, and they're kind of scrappers or or whatnot. But there's this place that they're in like the south, and you could go up into the north, where supposedly, if you know, you have a chance to like ascend to this wonderful place. And, you know, some of them think it's a scam. Some of them think it's not, you know, whatever it is, basically it, you know, the place is called high level, which is why. And it's one of those, nobody, no one has ever come back from there. So no one knows if anything, the rumors about the place are true. Okay. So it's it's that kind of story where, of course, the main character gets mixed up in something that she's going to have to deal with something involving high level where she has no desire to go anywhere near. Um, right. But the art, it's like a very it's like a painted art look. Like Craig um, Crane? Um, it it doesn't. Alex look Ross. exactly like his. It's not as detailed as Alex Ross. Um, I, I don't know who did the pencils for it. Let me look. Uh, Barnaby Bagenda and Romulo Fajardo Jr. did the color. Okay. So I, 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 I'm not familiar with the names. But it... Um, I don't know. I... I I think the book looks great. The art is, is really well done. And the storyline, at least, I mean, it's, it's similar to things that we've read or seen before, Okay. but the way, the way they went about it is different enough that I'm interested. All right. So. Well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna, to, yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. What was it again? High level. High level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's only, only first issue came out, I think last week. Okay. So. I, I don't even know if I picked it up with my 600 books that I get a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a Vertigo book. If you're not specifically uh, looking for Vertigo stuff, you might not have seen it. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. So it's it's another of the new relaunch Vertigo stuff. Okay. And look, at, uh, on the last page, there's like kind of a map 
And just based on the names, it looks like it takes place in in Canada. Wait, so <sighs> okay, so this is by Rob Sheridan, right? Uh, yeah. And he's the co-creator of Nine Inch Nails' groundbreaking Year Zero alternate reality game. Is that like a thing? <laughs> it's nothing I've ever heard of until you just said those words. Like, okay. is that a thing that exists? Well, here, let me throw the link in for you. And so <laughs> it, it tells me the thing, and then it says, Don't miss the start of a new series from writer Rob Sheridan, co-creator of Nine Inch Nails' groundbreaking Year Zero alternate reality game. Huh. So that makes me want to go find this Nine Inch Nails' Year Zero game yeah <laughs> I mean I'm gonna look right now <laughs> yeah cause that's like ah, damn rabbit holes huh apparently uh, Year Zero is the fifth studio album by American industrial rock band Nine Inch Nails released in April 17th 2007 so they made a game based off of the album and at, who knows? I yeah. don't know. Ba- okay, this is what it says. This is what Wikipedia says, by the way. So, <laughs> okay. grain of salt I'm thrown editing here. Editing it as you're reading it. Yeah. <laughs> it, Year Zero is an alternate reality game by American Studio 42 Entertainment based on the Nine Inch Nails concept album of the same name. It's expected follow-up and possible accompanying film for or TV television project due out in 2020. Interesting. Although the album was released in 2007 in Europe, the game had been underway since February 2007. Hmm. And was expected to continue for approximately 18 months. The game was created... By the same group that created Halo 2, basically. Hmm. Trent Reznor has called the game a new entertainment form in response to criticism regarding the promotion of the new album. So I don't know if, like, that that was edited in 2011, so obviously <laughs> there's no sequel or anything, but. Huh. Yeah. See? See what you did to me? High level? (laughs) Something tells me you're going to (laughs) be... I just pre-ordered my tickets for this movie. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's never coming out, apparently. Because the (laughs) sequel to the video game never came out. Huh. I don't know. Tweet tweet at Trent Reznor and ask what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. See, so, yeah. and before the internet, we would never have heard of this. <laughs> nope. Good stuff. I mean, yeah, no. Because back, <laughs> back when Nine Inch Nails was, like, huge. Yeah, I don't like, think, 95? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really think that any of my friends that were huge Nine Inch Nails fans would have, um, like, been playing alternate reality video games. No, because when Nine Inch Nails was like super popular, mm-hmm. 
like I mean we were playing Sega CD games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. You know, it was all Sewer Shark and <laughs> whatever the that other crappy one the was. The Dreamcast. Well, the Dreamcast was okay. Yeah. Jet Set Radio. <laughs> yeah, we played um. Or was crazy, it? crazy Taxi. Taxi. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What was the boxing game? Jawbreakers. Was that it? <sighs> it doesn't I don't. Matter. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember, matter. and I don't. I don't think anyone I knew had it. Yeah. It, it was basically. I mean, if they did, Crazy Taxi never came out of that thing. So. Yeah, it it was either the boxing game, Crazy Taxi, or Jet Set Radio. Mm. Huh. Um. Before we go, did you read uh, issue fourteen, the silencer? Yes, I did. Okay. Cool. Uh, so thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the reveal at the end in that, you know, as, as much as Talia thinks that putting her through the Lazarus pit mm-hmm. wiped her, her memories and personality, mm-hmm. she's just playing along with it yep. and she's still going to figure out a way to bring her down and yep. get back to her family. Yeah. So it kind of hit reset, but not reset. Right. Right. I mean, so, also the <laughs> crazy laser dome security system she has around the house, which was also pretty great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that this series came out. I'm just not glad that it ended. And I know that she'll be used in other things, but you know, this book is, you keep saying that, but this book hasn't been canceled yet. Oh, well, this, this right. is one of the two that has not been canceled from the new age of heroes. Okay. Well, that's my, I mean, you have a prediction that doomsday clock will, won't finish. So you just let me cancel silencer and peace. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I won't finish. I'm telling you that right now. At least <laughs> you will not see issue 12 this year. Absolutely not. And at this point, I'm like, I'm thinking it might be 2021. <laughs> so an, an issue a year? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if it's an issue a year, it's getting pushed back to, to after the next Olympics. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. they'll they'll promote it during the Olympics. See, that would get people talking again. <laughs> Remember, in 1997, we talked about this series called Doomsday Clock. Yeah, it's finally ending. <laughs> Which, oh. um, we're gonna have to wrap it up. But uh, we did get another email that we'll answer next week. Oh yeah, we will answer it next week. It was an interesting one. Did I? I didn't tell you what it was. You didn't though. even share it with me, but don't. Oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, just I'll, keep me I'll, on my toes. I'll save it for next time. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Absolute DC Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with me on the Twitter, you can at Aaron S. Bell. And I'm at Rombar316. The show's at DC underscore Absolute. And you can email us at AbsoluteDCPodcast at gmail.com. Peace out.
Sad. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Huh? Well, hello, beautiful. Holy nightmare. It's the world's greatest super friends. Ronnie and Aaron. Yep. I feel like we have strongly different viewpoints before we discuss what each other's viewpoints are. Faster than a streak of lightning. A DC Comics podcast. Absolute. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, sure, why not? I'll get into my silly speculation. Aquaman! I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. He's a hipster. The Black World's Fastest Human! I mean, I grew up with Wally West. Uh, is this okay? <laughs> is that called as long as, as long as we don't get caught? Think about the future! If you're good at something, never do it for free. Dude, you're a dumbass. You are foolish. All this nerd talk. Ooh. DC Absolute. Yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. And, um, there's been some good. There's been some great. There's been some really terrible. And there's been some average. I think. No, that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Ooh. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com. Absolute worst piece of garbage ever.